everybody welcome to a new where are we are again three o'clock parade three o'clock parade. Uh, i know right i'm like i forgot uh with on the east coast dan you may know hello his counselor aloha and up for up north we've got char hello just woken up from her midday nap yeah like literally my eyes are still watering from waking up <laughs> And uh, I was late to get to the microphone because I was doing work stuff. But we're all here now. We, so. we, we made it. All's well that ends we, well. We've arrived. <laughs> we'll start yeah, right, well. We're just starting. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anybody have anything hey, hey. new going on right now? Any, any, any Disney news you guys have going on before we jump into this piece of paper and see what is actually... On our list I, actually, I have some news for you guys that's kind of dis- it's Disney related but also related to something we talked about on a separate show oh, right. so Shoot. do you remember when I was talking about how Strange Brew was filmed in Prince George and my friend is like the media or like one of the main guys that does communications for the brewery where it was filmed uh, That I don't even think that part made it onto the show Oh, really? Oh, okay. (laughs) But it might be in, like, one of the outtakes moving forward. If we ever have a greatest hit, uh, like, a uh, outtake show. Okay, okay. Let's start over again after I tell you this, because it's it's fun. Okay, go. Okay, so my friend who works there messaged me, because I guess he's going to Disneyland for a day on March 5th, and he was, like, asking me, like, do's and don'ts, like, how to save money and stuff. And I was about to say bye. And then I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Because we were talking about, like, being adults and, like, nerding out over Disney. And I was like, shit, I forgot to tell you on my adult Disney podcast. I literally talked about you the other day. (laughs) He's like, what'd you say? I was like, oh, I told them. I was like, my intro is from Strange Brew or Bob and Doug McKenzie. And uh, I mentioned, like, that you worked at the former Elsinore Brewery or whatever, and they asked me if you would take them for a tour. He was like, absolutely! <laughs> and then he gave me some behind-the-scenes little factoids. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Let's hear them. Okay, so, um, you know when, who is it, Bob or Doug gets stuck in the beer tank and drinks their way out? Yes. Uh, that beer tank is actually still in use. <laughs> to make oh. beer <laughs> he's like it's really boring to look at but it was filmed there uh he's like and apparently they just like dubbed over the other part so you, like he wasn't actually in the tank and yeah anyway <laughs> i was like that's oh. amazing so if you ever want to come to prince george british columbia um you definitely have a tour of what was the elsinore brewery in strange brew oh heck yes yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start to... again. And let's let's pick our first topic first. Or jumping right into topics. Jumping right into topics. Do we want to 
Do you want to go? Do you want to go to the new one? Which okay. which new one? Well, I was gonna. I I don't even know why this has been like. Like I read this and it drew my attention, and it's so silly because I didn't know that it even went away. But apparently, um, cast members have not been wearing their pin trading lanyards since 2020. Really? So for the last three years. Yeah. I but didn't I feel like, notice. I feel like right. I don't and, trade and I pins. So. No, I do. I do trade pins though. So like, um, you know, I just thought it was super interesting that like. I feel like I remember people wearing pins, but maybe that was at Disneyland. Maybe at Disneyland they were just like, we're going to stick to it. And Walt Disney World said they weren't going to. I don't know. Because oh. in but, Disneyland they're like, well, most people here are vaccinated, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, everybody here is cool wearing a mask and they're vaccinated. So go um, ahead and talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just reading this article. Yeah, so they, oh, I guess the, they did it specifically to limit, uh, like, physical distancing. I guess I didn't, you know, going yeah. up to cast members and, huh. But, I mean, did did you guys, were you ever into uh, pin trading? No, but it feels no. like the world is healing now that that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've bought some pins that I think are pretty cool here and there, but I never, I have a friend that's, I don't know if he still is for a year. He, he had thousands of dollars worth of pins. And, I don't know what my pin collection's worth, but I have a ton of pins. Yeah, I don't know I what it is be worth. Collecting. Are they worth? Uh, I don't know. How, what are the? What is the value of pins? Do they really well, go so up? Like, are they real I think collectors? there's like a web page or a book that you can get that has like all the different pins and their values. But uh, this was also something that started in like. I think it started in 1998, 1999, because it was part of the Millennium Celebration. Um, what the, a brilliant idea from consumer Well, they stole product. it from the Olympics, like, and and oh. not even like, not even like trying to hide it. Um, they just co-opted it. I mean, I guess they are partners, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like they, they. I remember because this is when I was I was working in sales and marketing at this point uh, of my Disney career. And, uh, and they, you know, they brought it up to us and they were like, this is part of the millennium celebration. They were like, it works out, you know, like it's a big deal at the Olympics. Everybody loves to like trade pins. Uh, so we're hoping that people will do the same thing here. And obviously it's worked out because, what is it? That was 30 years ago. And. Uh, oh my God. Did you just say 30 years ago? Holy right. God. Yeah. So, Oh my god! Is this still a thing at the? I didn't see. I didn't know about this either. Is this still a thing at at the Olympics? Do people trade? Oh pins? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No pin. Yeah. So like so, really, and, I went in 2010. I went to the Olympics in Vancouver. Is it like a summer Olympics thing? Because nobody was trading pins in. No, what? Whistler the, what it, Vancouver. <laughs> it's mostly within like the uh, Olympic villages, like the. Oh, uh, for special people. Yeah, yeah. So within the Olympic Village, a lot of times, like, the different, uh, you know, athletes and stuff will have pins from their own country. And then they, you know, and then they trade back and forth. That and, you know, uh, STDs and pregnancies get traded within the uh, Olympic Village. But, uh, but yeah, the, the pins are kind of a big deal. Like, if you look on eBay and you look for Olympic, 
you know, pins, um, there's a really big, uh, like, following for them, the same way there is with Disney pins. When I said there were, when I said they were part, I was like, that makes sense. They're partners. I was thinking of McDonald's. See, that's what happens when I just wake up from a nap. (laughs) (laughs) But you see, that reminds me of something else. Also, McDonald's used to do a great, like, they used to do, like, scratch-off games for the Olympics. (gasps) Do you remember? Do you remember the scratch-off Disney trivia that they had? And every card was a winner. Nobody in my friend group would even scratch their ticket until they gave it to me. And I swear to God, I made our local McDonald's go semi-broke that summer. Good. Yeah, Yeah. I love it when they did that everyone's a winner. And they were always just like a regular fries, a regular drink, you know, a cheeseburger. But still, it was free, so that was cool. I miss all that stuff. Me too. Remember when things used to be, like, less expensive? No. <laughs> We're at McDonald's. Yeah, I mean... Yes. Your McDonald's yeah, like, very expensive now. I had McDonald's breakfast today, and it was $5. Okay, okay that's, that's breakfast, not horrible. But if you go there for lunch now, it's, like, $17 for, like, if you get, like, a super <laughs> size... Oh, right, wait. That's Canadian dollars, so I don't know what that is in America. It's probably 13 or something in American dollars. But still, that's way more expensive. Before, it was like $6.99 for a full meal. Well, I mean, when McDonald's opened, it was like $0.25 cents for a burger. Yeah, but uh, we're not talking about in 1949 or whatever. Well, the we're crazy talking part about like, like less than 30 years ago. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on which way you look at it. Like, if you were a 1949 person looking at it, in 1990, you know, that was like, I went from 25 cents for, to, you know, $4. And now we're going from $4 to, I don't know, whatever that, what is it, $6 for a Big Mac now? Uh, and, and, you know, it hasn't even been, it's only been 30 years. So, yeah. you know, the, either rate, way. The, the rate of inflation is just insane. It's First just, of all, they need to I, start lowering the prices of individual park tickets that's what i'm saying if you're not gonna if you're not gonna sell dvc members freaking annual passes i've decided i've got another oh here here it comes okay yep because as you guys know i've been talking or i've been like posting to Iger almost daily asking for this (laughs) annual pass thing to come back and uh it, it hasn't happened, and I'm really bummed out about it. But I have some friends that recently purchased a house in Florida, and they didn't, you know, it wasn't one of the like Golden Oak houses. It was just a house. I want to say it's somewhere near, I don't know, the Animal Kingdom back area, or maybe behind oh Magic Kingdom. But those people, are posting almost daily from either Epcot or the Magic Kingdom. And I asked them, I was all like, are you guys just buying one-day tickets? And they said no. And then that's all. They they wouldn't go any further because they know I've been bugging about getting an AP. So I don't know how. Isn't that because Florida residents are able to buy annual passes still? I'm pretty sure they are. One ticket and it's got blackout days. Like, who gets one ticket? On the annual they, they pass? Can, 
Yeah, they only have one option for annual passes right now as a Florida resident. Yeah, isn't it like the bottom of the barrel? Right. But no, that's not what they have. These guys have no blackout days. Like, they go all the time. And I have yet to figure Mm -hmm. out how they did it. And they won't tell me, which makes me really sad. But Close personal friends with Bob Iger? They might be. Like, they are magic. I love these two. Like, they're they're the coolest couple I know. I used to hang out with them in, in San Diego um, a lot. And they would throw these, like, really fun parties. And uh, they're just great. But, yeah, if you go, the only thing that's really available, I think, is um, it's not even the Incredipass. I think it's the it's Disney literally... Pixie Dust Pass, which is junk. Yeah, and it's literally only available to people that live in the state of Florida. <laughs> well, and and that that's the thing. Like, I don't have a problem with the Florida address. Um, that part's easy. <laughs> the hard part is getting them to actually sell me a ticket. But yeah, so I don't know. These guys are going all the time, and I'm you know, scared. I don't, I don't know how they did it, but they figured out a way to get some sort of pass that just gets them in every day without blackouts. Yeah. Oh, man. Di- oh, since they, oh, I've, I've bought individual day tickets multiple times since like they stopped selling annual passes and I didn't get them cause I couldn't travel to the States. Like, so I couldn't get the rolling annual pass or whatever. And I've gone to the parks only like five times, but I've been in Orlando for over a month and a bit. Like they're they're missing out on so much money from people. I'm telling you. Well, I think the problem is that the parks are busy anyway, so they're not like, you know, it's not like they're looking at the parks going like, oh man, we need to figure out how to sell a shit ton more tickets. But I can tell you that like my trip in in March, um, like I'm seriously debating like, do I just go for like five days and spend seven hundred dollars on a ticket, or if I could get uh, an annual pass, then I would stay probably like, I actually have 10 days taken off. I would stay like the full 10 days and just, oh, yeah, which would mean, sure. you know, uh, I would be spending about that same amount for the ticket, but that also means that I'm staying an extra five days in a theme park or at one of the Disney resorts. And that's an extra five days of like, you know, drinking and going to really cool restaurants. So, you know, yeah, they have to give up that, annual pass so that i would say they'll probably make three times the amount of money off of me between a five day and a 10 day pass or a 10 day trip for sure well i ended up buying a universal studios annual pass and i'd never been there before because i'm like hey well i'm in orlando for a year and i want to be able to go or sorry a month and i'd like to go to the theme parks so that was my first experience with universal studios and <laughs> was me buying an fun? annual pass yeah it was awesome i was so surprised honestly um not i think just because i was a little bit of a disney snob and i just like expected it to be so crappy in comparison and i've been to universal studios hollywood a ton of times and it's like obviously there is no comparison probably a lot better now with nintendo world or super nintendo world but like i don't know it was never my favorite that's for sure but it's totally different at Universal Studios Hollywood. There's like actual, you know, like Harry Potter. The Wizarding World is amazing. It's crazy. So I was kind of 
pleased with that. And everything was so much more simple than Disney, which I also, because I was so mad about not being able to get an annual pass, I was like, you know, like, it's just what I needed. It was good. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, for me, it's not that I've been, like, a Disney snob, because I've been to Universal. I, I definitely prefer Disney. But for me, I always had an annual pass to Disney. So going to Universal was, like, an added cost, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's why I just would never go because I'm like, well, I could spend an extra 150 or $200 going to Universal for two days, or I cannot spend any more money and then just, you know, go to Disney and whatever that extra ticket money would just be what, you know, would pay for, like, the extra fun that you're going to have in the parks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now I'm, I'm almost on the opposite side of that where I'm like, you know, I'm going to – but then I, I still have to, like – for me, I don't want to move to you. Like, I don't really want to. I, I heard. I know the resorts are super nice at Universal, but I just want to stay at Disney and be able to take the shuttle. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I haven't uh, convinced myself that five days at Disney and then a few days at Universal is worth it. But it might be. I just can't believe, like, for a hotel. Okay, I stayed at Dockside. Oh, no. Summerside. I stayed at Summerside when I was there just for like four nights or whatever. And they were just as nice as like the all star resorts, except for it's an actual hotel instead of like a motel type style. It has like all the amenities you have there. It has a shuttle right to the parks, a huge pool. Like it just. I was really surprised. And the price, like, with my annual pass, I just looked the other day. I think I told you guys this. It was $73 a night. That's American. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, it's a good deal. Like, I, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, I have uh, I have friends that are uh, employees at Universal. And, you know, they were telling me about, like, their employee discount on the hotels. And it's also crazy, like... They're staying like in two bedroom uh, suites, and it's like a hundred bucks, one hundred and fifty bucks, hmm. and you know, just like damn it, Disney. I know. And here, I love Disney so much, and I'm just like, why are you guys, why are you guys becoming so like? There's so many things that are doing with updates and stuff that are generic that I'm like, you're just, come on, man, this isn't Walt's vision. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be that person. I'm going to throw out that Walt Disney World isn't Walt's vision anyway. No. But you know what I mean? Like the whole idea behind like a a place that's like freaking magical. You're not ordering things on mass from like Home Depot's warehouse just because it's like pretty or whatever. Like I could get that anywhere. I I remember the first time I stayed at the uh, Contemporary Tower you know, when they first opened it for DVC, I literally felt like the furniture was just from Ikea. I was all like, this, like, it just, it felt, I don't want to say cheap, but not, you know, like, I was just like, I don't know if this is going to last. Like, <laughs> I'm like, it's all really, it's nice stuff. It's just like, I miss the whimsy. It's not magical. And like, it's, uh, yeah. For yeah. five, six, you guys. But I also feel like, I think I think we're just, you know, we were talking uh, a few weeks ago about the difference between like the parks in like Japan and you know what goes on over here, 
And, you know, the fact that, like, Disney's full on, like, they own the parks and the hotels and everything at Walt Disney World. So they're paying for that, like, you know, that's all out of Disney's pocket. And then you go and you look at these, like, super cool resorts in, you know, in, in Japan or China or just any of those other places. And that's because I think Disney's only paying for, like, 40%. You know, the other, like, the other 60% is uh, these other companies that Disney's partnering with that are uh, are willing to, so you know, that, either that or they own the land, so they're giving Disney a discount. But, but isn't that, like, proof of nice. concept? That's proof of concept, right? That they can afford to do it, they just don't want to, so they're buying en masse instead of making their own stuff like they used to? Well, no, I, I just, I mean, I just think that it's different over here because they're not, they don't want to, they're being cheap and don't want to pay to build like, and I'll give you a great example. My, my least favorite probably hotel in Anaheim paradise pier. If you look at how much space paradise pier and the parking lot behind it takes, it's bigger than like the Disneyland hotel or the grand Californian hotel. Really? Yeah. It's giant. They could like wipe that, that thing down, still have a really big parking lot for downtown Disney. And, uh, and, you know, and build, like, a nice resort or build a value resort, even though there's no point for them to build a value resort in Disneyland. Like, they, you know, they can't sell the rooms for the Disneyland Hotel in Grand California fast enough. So, like, they could definitely put at least a moderate, if not another deluxe resort and, you know, and have it, like, super cool and really themed and nice and you know, you could you could even have like a really nice walkway and stuff, but uh, instead they're just repainting that same terrible hotel. It just makes me sad. I know I it. it makes me sad, and it makes it harder to pay the extra money that I was so eager and willing. To oh pay no, that previously. part I don't have a problem with. Just take it. They can just take yeah. my money. Just give me a damn annual pass for. Walt Disney World. Well, and I used to have the Premier Pass because I had That's the That's what I want. Right? Bring that shit back. I know uh, I've asked about that previously as well. Oh, yeah. Me too. It was always a mess because depending on where you bought it, <clears throat> like, you either did or didn't pay taxes and uh, cast members didn't know what the hell it was. Like, it was great. <laughs> didn't they announce that uh, some, some type of annual pass was coming back? I thought there was something for Disneyland. No. Yeah, Disneyland, they came back. It did. Right, they they reintroduced the Magic Keys at Disneyland. That's what it was, okay. You know, they call it Magic Key, but it's basically an annual pass. Um, that's the come I keep asking. I'm just like, hey, like, you let me renew my Magic Key. Um, how about, you know, start selling, or actually not even renew, they're, they're just outright selling them. Basically what they do is... Uh, they're allowing people to renew, and whatever doesn't get renewed, they open it back up to the public until they reach the limit for that amount of time until the next renewal date. Um, and that's what I'm saying they need to do in Florida. Like, just be like, okay, you know, you guys are letting people renew or not. And then uh, when you get to that point that, you know, either people didn't renew or you have extra passes. Mm -hmm. You know, sell it to me. And if you can do it really quick, because uh, I, I leave in, uh, what is it, 20, what, how many? Well, 21 and 14. So I leave in 35 days. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm I'm jealous. I don't think I'm going to make it down for St. Patrick's Day as much as that's I. That's some bullshit. Well, we just just did our trip, and then not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, so well, and kind of prioritizing uh, trying to get to Disneyland this year, um, and so maybe uh, plan on 2024 for St. Patty's Day, and uh, I actually I seen. Um, not to get off that, but the Run Disney uh, dates were announced. It looks like. Well, this might be a, a little old, but um, I don't know. I I was thinking of maybe doing uh, the uh, what is it? The Wine and Dine in uh, November. Oh, that's I, cool. I, I I need some motivation. I I um I did the Star Wars. Uh, what was it? The dark side 10 K maybe was it about, I think it was 2017. And I remember training for that. And I, I, I lost some weight. I've gained it all back since, but I, I did feel accomplished. <laughs> I ran a 10 K and then uh, felt good. And I, I kind of, I need some motivation to get healthy. And I was thinking, why not do that? It, you know, it, that's motivation to, to get to Disney and. Uh, and to, Get your button gear. Get, get in some gear, sh- get, yeah. Get yeah, in the shape. For sure, and then then clank around the parks with the, your metal around your neck. So, one, I don't know. One yeah, of my uh, favorite things about race weekends is just walking around being like, congratulations, way to go. You're awesome. <laughs> Woo-hoo, good for you. <laughs> have, you so, yeah. have you ever uh, participated, Char? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. no. <laughs> I mean it is something that I've like kind of wanted to do, but uh I'm definitely like when I say like get into shape, I'm like a shape, not in shape. Uh, I, I, oh, I, I no, that. I I feel you yeah. <laughs> very much. And well, and honestly, running just seems kind of like awful to me. <laughs> the only reason I want to do it is one, because it's in Disney and you get to see lots of cool stuff that you normally don't, and two, they give you those cool medals. <laughs> yeah, the medals are the best part. I I did a few of the like virtual ones, uh, you know, during during the pandemic. And the the medals are like it's an actual metal to start off with. It's not because some places they send you like this little like rubber thing on a you know like silicone or something. It's not good. It's just pressed junk. Uh, I got the medals in the mail and I was just like, holy cow! Like probably cost them that much just you know in shipping that I paid just to participate. But they're nice. Did you actually complete the races? Yeah, but you know when you do it virtually, like you don't have. It's not like you have to wake up at like four in the morning and get in your stall and then right, right. You know, complete like they're basically like, okay, you can start now and anytime in the next sixty days, walk. You know, a total of five k and you're you're done. And I'm just like, man, I just walk into and from work, like you know, from my car <laughs> in the parking lot to my you know my desk. I can do that in a week. <laughs> oh, that sounds like my kind of race. Maybe I should think about that. Yeah, the online, the, the virtual ones are fun. I just want well, the metal, like I said. Yeah, because they're so cool. I don't even know where they are, though, now. Like, when I moved, I just put stuff in boxes because we were in such a rush. And uh, now I don't know where, it, like, tons of stuff is. But we kind of talked about that, too, I think, last time. Well, 
I mean, talking about not being in shape, <laughs> did you see the, uh, the, the with the cast member previews for Tron? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They were saying uh, not, not fitting in the seats very well if you're a, yeah, uh, larger, a, a larger fellow. individual. I um, okay. So from what I've gathered, because I've like I've watched a few reviews of it, it doesn't necessarily mean like you're a big guy. Like you can still be overweight and big and get in, or like human guy, girl, whatever. Um, but they said like if you have big calves, like it's more of a calf thing. So if you have like if you you've got big legs, it might be a problem. So I was looking. So yeah, some I of the tweets. Uh, some of the cast members were saying they do not did not fit in the standard light cycle seat, and there's a uh, an extra seat for large guests, but they would have an extra thirty minutes wait to get yeah. to have to for this large guest seat. So is that like an accessible seat for anybody that doesn't fit the standard seat? Um, I don't know. Or they is it should... just like? They're like, hey, anybody that's, uh, who's the fat guy? Like, where's the fat guy? He's waiting for your fat guy ride. (laughs) Well, I don't think they do that part, but I do think that, like, when you get there, you know, they expect you to, like, try the the little, like, sample seat, the sample ride that they have on the outside. And then if that doesn't fit, or you don't fit in that, I should say, then when you go to get in line, I think you have to let them know, like, hey, I'm going to need the larger and then and then they you know separate you into your extra 30 minute line um and so you know like right now we don't know loading like, area uh, separate loading area for well, I, did, I think are... it's just like the the back of the ride like it's the last two the last car oh okay so you know it's it's not necessarily always going to be 30 minutes it just depends on you know the condition of the people in front of you like Maybe if you go on race weekend when they're all, you know, all runners, the uh, the line's going to be shorter for the back because, you know, everybody's like really in, in, in good health. But then. No, they're but, runners. Their calves are going to be huge. No, no, no. But I'm saying compared to like food and wine, we, you know, <laughs> like if you're going during food and wine, it's probably going to be the longest lines because, you know, that's that's what those of us that don't. Uh, keep ourselves trim we tend to do we go to food and wine i was trim once <laughs> i don't think i've ever been trim i remember like growing up and my mom would get me like she'd be like we have to get you the husky size and i was like what does husky mean you know she didn't have a way to put it nicely Ooh, hello hello so my mom oh my mom I, I, like, I got disconnected you're getting, I'm back. sorry my mom would be like you're getting fat <laughs> Or I just was like, I was super chubby. And then there was like a small period of time in my 20s where I was really fit. And then that went away. (laughs) (laughs) Basically after I met my husband, just saying. So I got disconnected there for a second, guys. So I kind of missed out part of your conversation. But (laughs) uh, I think we're still on the topic of the Tron uh, vehicles. Uh, These were some of the comments. If if I'm not not cutting you off, am I sure? Nope. Oh, so this was one cast member said, if you're above the size, uh, if you're above a size 14 in pants, you probably won't fit on Tron. Is that guy uh, or girls 14? 
I'm gonna guess a girl's. I don't. Yeah, because I was gonna say <laughs> guys fourteen. You might not. You, I don't even know if they make those. And then yeah. someone else said. Someone else said, didn't think I was going to leave the Tron cast preview crying and wanting to cut off my thighs and calves. Oh. Someone else said, it's terribly restrictive. Um, It's a shame they did not add more accommodation vehicles, and it sounds like they are struggling to operate slash load efficiently with the few they have. And this was kind of, uh, I, I felt bad for this comment. I've been told my entire life that I'm not as fat as I think I am, and that my body dysmorphia is wrong, but Tron just ruined all of my progress. So, I... It's horrible. Wow. <laughs> so, Dan, we're going to call you Diz Counselor Downer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't... here, If you don't fit in uh, Flight of Passage, you definitely won't fit the seats. Uh, I don't know. Well, may, maybe, hopefully, they'll... I don't know if they can do anything at this point. If I... Yeah, that's that's really crappy. And that, like especially because like we were saying when we were were we talking about the same ride before, you know, in North America people are a lot bigger than in Asia. Right. Where they first had yeah, this. Yeah. They could have made the adjustments if they just took the exact same like blueprints or whatever. They could have made adjustments for this market. Yeah, I wonder if they least. I wonder if they just took the same size ride vehicles and didn't really consider because I feel like that will be a big problem. Like, if there's that many people already and it's just cast previews, they might have to do something. Otherwise, like, loading is going to be a nightmare. I don't know. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, I just seen it with this, um, I'll, I'll, I'll retweet the, uh, I haven't seen anything else since then, since this uh, original tweet I seen. Um, I think it was over the weekend. Day was this? Um, I'll tweet it out. Retweet it. It was from Theme Park Express with Sharon. I guess they do have a. It looks like I don't know if this is um, if this was just for the cast members or anyone coming by. Can uh, they had the test vehicle outside? It looks like. So. Guess we're just gonna have to go and try it we'll out. We'll have to see, yeah, yeah. Skipper, are you gonna be there when it's finally officially open? Um, you know, I'll be there. No, it, it doesn't open till till April. Um, so unless they do some soft openings <laughs> while uh, <laughs> while I'm there, I don't think I'll be able to get in. But um. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe oh, maybe if it, they, you know, if it, they have an open you know. mouse, uh, I might try to go. Um, well, it's it not like something I'd want to do, but it's, you know, like, if I'm going to have to wait an extra 30 minutes, I'm pretty sure that the people that I'm going to be there with are not going to be that interested in going. Um, which is funny because, like, out of the group of us, uh, the two that are most fit, so we'll fit, so we'll be able to get on without a problem are probably the two that are going to be like, we don't even care. We don't, let's just go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're, they're the ones that like, we ride the haunted mansion and then they're like, all right, let's, let's get on a boat and go to the bars. Well, some monorail, drinking. you'll, you'll have to report back to us if you um, are able to get in the soft opening and, and how tight it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's your duty as a reporter for the three o'clock parade. <laughs> 
I will I will be more than happy to uh, try to squeeze myself in to any soft opening that is available to me. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. <sighs> um, gosh, what else is going on? You know, speaking of, like, the... Uh, the reason that we don't fit this ride, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed that they're going to basically open up another Whispering Canyon, but in Hollywood Studios. Uh, but they're calling it the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. I don't know if you've seen oh, this. I, I you oh know, I yeah, seen, I didn't really. I I seen here the article in here. I didn't. I haven't really heard much. I heard just very little about it. I've is seen it the very, menu. It, is it very similar to Whispering Canyon? Um, I don't know if it's like family style or it's all you can eat the way Whispering Canyon is. Oh, yes. It says uh, uh, Western themed family style restaurant. Oh, yeah, that is family style. So then there you go. Yeah. And, you know, they've got like brisket and ribs and, you know, you share all the sides. They've got desserts. Uh, the good thing is that they do have craft cocktails, okay. which I'm which I'm curious. Can, do you think we're going to be able to go in? And just get a snake eye margarita. Or oh, like uh, to go. Yeah, because they also have rum punch. And I don't know if you remember, but way back in the day when um uh when Rhiannon and the other Dan were on this, she used to talk about loving the rum punch at the um oh man, the bar worth fighting for. I already forgot its name. Uh, either way, they're going to have rum punch, and this is oh, yeah. going to be pretty similar to that same area. So I'm wondering if that's going to be the same. Oh yeah, rum punch, uh, yeah. passion fruit, and pineapple. Lemonade. There's a sausage in my boot. Is one of the entrees. Right. Oh, frozen peanut butter jelly with a featuring peanut butter whiskey. Hmm. Oh, that sounds interesting. Very interesting. All right, right. let's look. Ooh, you know now what? They actually have a talking. decent selection of plant-based stuff too like i'm not a vegetarian but i can't eat red meat or dairy so that kind of stuff is like right up my alley oh i'm like very interested in this typically i don't like barbecue places because i'm like oh i guess i'll get the salad (laughs) oh i'll have the salad (laughs) so i didn't really see many of these details before the only thing i heard i don't know remember where i maybe was i don't know where i heard it but talking about uh the restaurant not being it's themed but not being too fancy like it's gonna look basically like you're in a cardboard box i don't know if that's how accurate that is kind of like going along with the theme of uh you know in andy's backyard like he just set up this Really, they could have made the whole thing with connects or Tinker Toys. I don't. Yeah, like, I'm not it's sure. It's a cardboard. Oh, it's a cardboard box. I, I don't know. Just don't wall. quote me on that. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't. I haven't seen that. I don't. Well, I'm not really seen. I don't know if that was just a guess because I'm not really seen uh, this article and then also the Parks blog article. There's no real pictures of what the actual physical building of the restaurant would be be cool if they did like tinker toys and like uh no not tinker toys what are they lincoln logs and did did like a oh lincoln my log God. that would brilliant. be that would have yeah. been really you yeah should, you should be an imagineer i should that, i should that would have oh, been brilliant be cool. those were like my favorite toys when i was a kid man dan you are the man with the plan <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i'm looking at the uh 
Walt Disney World's, uh, like, the press release for it. And they don't really have any pic. Like, the related media is just a picture of the food. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at Disney Parks blog, and it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, great. Uh, food looks good, but, you know, just, just all food. <laughs> Speaking of the plant-based stuff, they really went all out with the watermelon salad, hey? It's like cubed watermelon and mint. <laughs> like, that's it. There you go. So what's this called? It's called, it's the Rodeo, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Okay. Yeah, they, I mean, lots of stuff looks pretty decent on here. I am a big, uh, I'm a big fan of menu browsing on the Disney World website. Looks like there's corn, elote maybe? Or is that corn, or is that like fake corn? I, wait, which one are you talking about? Are you like, are you talking about the one that's a cake that they have at Disney or at the Magic Kingdom? Or are you ta are we okay. talking about? That's what barbecue? I thought it was. Roundup barbecue. I'm looking. I'm looking at Roundup Barbecue, and in the picture that they have of all the food, there's like, it looks like a lote, but I was like, oh, is that dessert? Because um, I'm not seeing this. I think you're going to have to give us the link. Oh, I'm on Disney Food Blog. So... I did find an old uh, one of the photos, and and who knows how different this was like concept art from, I don't know when this was, probably a couple of years ago, maybe now, but it it looks like from the outside, it looks like there's some Tinker Toys, and uh, and then it says Roundup Rodeo. It does kind of look like they're walking into a big cardboard box that's kind of been decorated, but I don't and know. And that <laughs> and that's like a concept drawing. Yeah, let's see. Oh, I don't know. go by the concept drawings. Concept well, right, drawings are where exactly. they, they concept drawings are where they hook you and then they're like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is the entrance right? Looks like this because I'm seeing like I think this is more recent where the actual entrance is it right when you enter Toy Story Land? Because it looks like it's right behind that the sign where where Woody is. Right. Well, okay. I, I don't know if that's actually like where it's at as much as where they you know, they're just saying, like, hey, it's in Toy Story Land. Um, but, yeah, there's... Query, I, I don't see the elote, by the way. Um, yeah, the, there's no pictures of it inside. I don't know. It, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of um, Whispering Canyon, but then also, I don't know if you were ever at... Disneyland, where they had the uh, Big Thunder Ranch barbecue. It was kind of like this also. Uh, oh, and I do see the picture of the elote, and that is not dessert. <laughs> oh, that's just straight corn. Yeah, that's like I mean, Mexican corn. I guess like whatever floats your boat, if you want to eat it for dessert, it's all good. Oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> um, I stand by what I said. But, yeah, I, you know, I think it looks fun. The it looks like the placemats look like what Woody's uh that kind of yellow and red plaid that he wears. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I love theming. I know me too. So if you know if you're yeah, themed to be the size be of a toy, maybe you're eating the Lincoln logs. I don't know yet. I, I I don't know. But I think once we once it opens, we can 
See, I'm a big fan of like I don't want to shit on something until it's actually like oh yeah absolutely open. you know so you know maybe it does look like it's inside a cardboard box but maybe it's a really cool cardboard box with well I just I just and there was two concept art images I just sent them to the, the our our text chat a little and chat. so I mean it doesn't look it that's eh, I mean it's cool I, I mean it's not what well, it would be, I yeah, guess, what well, you imagine, no, sure. what you imagine uh, Andy would set up as. Uh, right. I was going to say, you know? like, you know, you got to remember that it's Andy and he probably doesn't, you know, they probably can't use Legos because Legoland owns Legos. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, you've got like the Tinker Toys on the outside and then he just took like, you know, Andy took probably his mom's refrigerator box or something and cut it up and decorate it on the outside and set it up so that you can go in there and have some fun barbecue. I don't know. It says it's open on the 23rd of March, but uh, maybe if they do, maybe that's another soft opening I can get into and just, you know, I'll just eat everything I can find in that soft opening. Make sure you take pictures of all the food. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely will. Well, no, I would definitely, make, I'll be definitely be interested to check out, check that. Yeah. Check it, out. it looks really good. And it is super cute. I love, I love like, I don't know. Obviously, that's why we go to Disney. I think most of us for the theming. And it looks super cute on the inside, according to the concept drawing. Yeah, right. It looks fun. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Woody's Roundup, the show that they, uh, oh, except yeah. for it's on in black and white. And uh, yeah, they have a little cast member dressed up in Woody's shirt, also leaning over. It's like the hi, I'm Tom. I'm the manager. How are you all enjoying your dinner today? <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> yeah. Would you all like another bowl of elote for dessert? <laughs> yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, we would, Tom. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, no. Here comes Prospector Pete. <laughs> oh, no. Not Stinky Pete. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I'm like, so sad. Fun. I'm so sad that I can't go to Disney. Well, I mean, I mean Disney World anytime Damn soon. Man. My mom was like messaging me, and actually, she was live streaming or videotaping, not videotaping. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, she called me earlier. She video called me earlier from the Saratoga Springs main pool. I was like, mm. stop. Oh, oh <laughs> man. Yeah, I want to... God, that sounds good. Right? It was snowing here at the time. <laughs> That's kind of evil. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, when are you going to be... Oh, wait. When did you say you were going to try to go, Dan, to Disneyland? Um, It would... Uh, possibly the week, like, before Memorial Day. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say because... Um, Disneyland does food and wine, but they do it the opposite of Epcot, pretty much. So food and wine starts on March the 3rd okay. at the California Adventure. But that's, you know, that's not gonna, They don't do it also for, you know, months. It'll, it'll only be there for a while. Yeah. I'm hoping if we do, um, you know, yeah, I mean, we'll be right up against Memorial Day, but then kind of right. It's like still when is school out? Um, then when does school end in uh southern california can i ask can i ask a question 
Yeah. What is Memorial Day? Like, when is it? Oh, jeez. Um, it is May. What is it this year? Oh, okay. Twenty ninth. It's a, it's always a Monday. I don't know. Is it is it the is it always the last Monday of May? That is a good question. I don't know. It's always a Monday. <laughs> In May, we have Victoria Day. Okay. Which is like Queen Victoria. I want to say. I think it's Victoria Day. Anyway. And everybody just calls it May Long Weekend. <laughs> May the Long, long weekend, weekend in May. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same. Let's see. When is Victoria Day? Victoria When C- you guys, I have a question when you're done. I was just looking up Victoria Day. Yep. Monday, May 22nd. Okay. So that's uh, the week before. What's your question, Skip? Who is Mike? Del Guides? Who I don't know. Me neither. Why is he trying to get into our chat? No, because the concert lineup for the uh, great music is in bloom with the Garden Rocks of 2023 at Epcot. Um, the concerts, the the concert lineup is finally out. So. I was looking, figuring, let's see who's uh, who's going to be there. And March the 17th through the 18th, which is when I would be in Epcot, is this Ma- Mike Del Guides person. With- D-E-L-G-U-I-D-I-C-E. Mike Del Guidice. And the reason oh, I think go. it's pronounced there, or Guidice, I think it's pronounced that way because that's, well, part of it is like the last name of a real housewife. New Jersey. <laughs> oh, oh, let's see. He's an American musician best knows best known as the rhythm guitarist and vocalist of Billy Joel's band and as the lead vocalist and piano and pianist for the Long Island band Big Shot. That's oh, that's who he is. So I'm guessing that's a Billy I uh a Billy Joel tribute band called Big yeah, Shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, he looks like like he's playing on the piano and Man, let's see. I'm missing Smash Mouth by like four days. Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, man, Berlin's going to be there on the 24th. Uh, The Pointer Sisters on the 26th. Dude, Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles. Of the Eagles, right? April the 9th. If you go for that, you can actually watch. You can see, uh, you can go on Tron and go see this concert. But I think April 21st to the 22nd, Flock of Seagulls. That sounds great. Yeah, you can go watch Flock of Seagulls and then hopefully get that song when you read ride Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that would be so cool. Maybe you could go on the ride with them. Oh, you my God. That'd be amazing. That you know, be- I really want to be friends with Dave Bautista. I, I'm a big fan of his. I went to go see that uh, a Knock on the Cabin Door last, uh, I don't know, a few days ago. He's great. He's amazing. I love him. I love that he's like, somebody asked him if he would ever do a romantic comedy. And he said, yes, but I understand like my body type isn't exactly what they're looking for in a romantic lead and all this stuff. So somebody needs to write him a script. I I actually want him. I wanted like I was thinking like it would be really cool to see him just play like uh, like a nerdy dad 
that doesn't want to get into fights and stuff. And it's not that he can't protect himself. Like, like maybe he just doesn't realize like he's as big as he is. So he's he like, you know, he doesn't want to get hurt and he doesn't want to hurt anybody. But, you know, I want to see him play roles that aren't like the big scary guy. I know, um, but he'd have to he'd have to like lose muscle mass and stuff. No, there's no way no, no. any normal there's like people that look like that obviously work out all the time. So you'd have to fit that into a storyline somehow. That's fine. Unless yeah, unless continuity is like bullshit. well, no. So I actually I I have a friend that when he was growing up he was super nerdy. He was like the tiny little kid. Like he was the guy in the comic book ad where getting you know sand kicked in his face. He was Steve Rogers, the OG. Yeah, he really was. That's actually a really good way to put it. And now he, um, you know, he like is super trim. He's super fit. He's always working out. He's like super buff. But when if you talk to him, he still thinks he's Steve Rogers. Like he does not realize, um, you know, and he does get the fact that like, because he's not a bad looking guy. Like he's, you know girls dig him um so he knows that he's not ugly but he doesn't realize that you know he uh he looks like modern steve rogers and he still thinks he's pre-serum steve Rogers. okay that actually makes me really sad because i think your friend has body dysmorphia i, I don't know what that means no that he means, works out like it, that, it means yeah, you know that it means, means no matter how thin you are, you look in the mirror. Or how many fit, or no matter how fit, like whatever, right, yeah. and like oh, no, you can't sure. see who you really, you can't see what other people see. Like 100%. you see, you still see yourself as you were before. When I was like, like I said, I got, I was trim for a little while because I'd been heavy my whole life and I lost that weight in eight months. I like could not tell that I was, I thought that I was like still big. I would like make fat jokes still, <laughs> which is like, like people are like looking at you like, what? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's him. That's him. That's exactly what he has. Um, and he's a great guy. And don't get me wrong. Like he, uh, like he's figured out that, you know, like, uh, he doesn't have the, uh, the problem meeting, uh, girls that he did before. Um, so like, that's all fine, but he, he could, he, he, he would definitely be able to do that. Like he would be able to play that part without a problem because he does not realize, um, you know, what he's like, but yeah, either way, uh, I agree. Matisse's great. And, um, I want to yeah. be his friend. I, uh, also he was amazing in Glass Onion. Just saying. Oh, right. He was. He? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I just think he's good in everything. I really liked him yeah. in Blade Runner. He was so good in Blade Runner. And honestly, he's amazing as Drax. Oh yeah, you know they uh, they originally didn't want him to speak, and um, and uh, oh, what's his name? I can't even think of his name right now. The the director that James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn. He actually fought for it and said like, no, like you know he's really great at delivering these lines. So Drax uh, originally was not written with a lot to say, and uh, and James Gunn was the one that really like stood up for him and said like, no, we need to like, we need to give these guys, we need to give them some lines because this guy's great. He's got great comedic timing, and uh, and yeah, Drax is so funny. 
Well, <laughs> you are so ugly. <laughs> I just watched it. I've been like binge watching all of the Marvel movies again. <laughs> I love him. Anyway, yeah, yes. he's really good. Well, it's interesting. You 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 were just mentioning that about uh, you know the evolution of uh, his character in Guardians because I was I was looking up Dave Bautista while we were talking and. He, this is recently, he was taught, uh, oh, well, back in 2021, he did an interview. He felt Marvel dropped the ball in uh, uh, a Drax character, saying that I really wished they would have invested more in Drax. He said, because I think Drax had more of a story to tell, that he had a really interesting backstory, which they dropped the ball on. Um, That's true, because his... uh... Was it Ronan? Oh, no, it was Thanos that killed. Or no, it was Ronan. Who killed his wife and daughter? Uh, was Ronan, it? but then he found out that it was that it was by order of Thanos. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they didn't well, really they, explore that, and that, that much, it, except that, for that, that he was avenging their death. In the first well, that one. makes it sound even worse, that they, uh, they weren't even going to have him talk. And... Yeah, how would we have known? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure, like, they wanted to have him, like, have some lines. But, you know, like, yeah. he has, like, really great, like, one-liners and stuff like that. And Yeah, I'm glad they did give him a voice. Because, I mean, that it would have kind of been weird. I mean, Groot talks, but just, like, Groot just saying, I am Groot. And then Drax being just kind of, like, a mute and not saying anything would kind of weird. I do love have I you, do uh, love character. Yeah. Have you looked up... To see what, like, all the different I Am Groots mean. Because he actually, they do it with different inflections of the voice. Um, So they have, like, uh, I have to find the webpage and share it with you guys. But there's a webpage out there that has, like, the different scenes and what he's saying and what it actually means. I Am Groot when he's a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Like, he kind of, you know, he gets all, like, you know, naughty, or not naughty, but kind of shitty and stuff like that. So it but, is actually, there's uh, scripted what yeah, like I Am Groot is. Yeah, Triple X, or whatever his name is. Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, so he has a script that says, like, you know, I don't want to. And then, but he doesn't say that. He says that <laughs> in the, like, I Am Groot. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, so, yeah, it's really cool. It's his I, finest performance to date. It is, really, well, that and I would say uh, Saving Private Ryan. Those are his two, his two <laughs> great. Oh, and um, Iron Giant. He was really good. The Fast, in the, the Fast and the Furious series. Can I tell you, I've never seen any of those movies. <laughs> Me I neither, tried, just clips. I, think I tried I seen to the, watch it. I've seen the first one, like, years, like, when there was just one, I think. I don't Guys. remember that. Somebody's watching it because apparently it's popular. Uh, it, they're they're <laughs> oh, yeah. very popular. Well, they keep in, like, every episode is, like, the last one. It's like that furniture store down the block that's always, like, going out of business. You know, so, like, every Fast and the Furious, they're like, this is the last one. We're going out of business. And then, you know, a year later, they're like, no, for real. We're saying goodbye to the family. <laughs> but Like, yeah. I... Maybe I should. I've been looking for new franchises to pick up. I tried Twilight. Like, I did not watch Twilight originally. But my little cousin, like, grew up when Twilight was, like, a thing. Like, it was a little bit past my time. And I 
my favorite part about the movie, I think, was the fact that it was like filmed in Vancouver, and I could tell. I was like, "That's BC," <laughs> and I was like, and "I was like, why is he sparkly?" <laughs> like, I just. I, I think I watched the first. I watched like half of the first Twilight, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anymore. I couldn't make it through. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. Maybe I'll I, genuinely try, but yeah. I watched like the yeah. I want to say I watched the first and maybe the second. I didn't watch it all the way through. Um, but uh, but I would say I, the, same with the books. Like I read the first book and I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. And then I just didn't bother with the rest. I have Fair. to. I have a confession to make. I've only seen the first Harry Potter film. <gasps> yes. Okay. Well, I do like all the Harry Potter. Movies. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I just for whatever reason, I'm not sure why. Dan. I mean, I've, I know I'm, this is a Disney podcast, but you should really watch those movies. They're fantastic. You know, yeah, I the think movies was, are great. I, I think when I first, my kids were really young, and I tried watching them then, and for whatever reason, they were interested in other stuff. Like we watched, like well, I've always been a Marvel and, and Star Wars fan, and that's kind of what we focus on. But for whatever reason, when they my kids were younger. They didn't really want to watch the Harry Potter movies for some reason. So then we kind of just didn't. Now, my, my daughter loves, she's watched them all now. She loves them. But I, I need to just do a, like a, make the time and do a, like a marathon. There's just so much media. It's so, yes, it's really hard. True. To, it's but there's hard like to like some, there's some series you just have to make time for. I say this yeah. as I like literally have not sat down and watched all the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, I know. You guys need to take a week and one watch the Lord of the Rings and the other one watch Harry Potter and then we'll get together and discuss how discuss the two. Well, yeah. Well, you yeah, so you you watch Lord of the Rings, I'll watch Harry Potter, and then uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to <laughs> then we'll discuss. All right. Well, you guys are gonna watch Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, and uh, I think that would be it for the day. I, I'm gonna look out. And it looks like uh, the final float is a uh, Quidditch match. So we must be at Universal instead of Disney. But um, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. Some things start out big. And some things start out small. But sometimes the smallest thing can make the biggest changes of all. Hard to know just where to start, how it grows from just a spot. It's wondrous. I feel it now with you and me. A gentle stream of energy I know it's wondrous From dream to wish to a very first try From jumping to falling to learning to fly So go from pain to each motion
end of this chapter. Oh no, please, can't we go back to page one and do it all over again? But Pooh, it's just another turn of the page. And I for one think what comes next will be wondrous.